The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome back to Legit Bat. We have Amish Inquisition on today, Phil, Matt, and Ben. Uh, English lads, jolly good blokes. We just had a, you know, normal conversation with them, nothing, no topic. We're, we're having trouble finding topics now because we're tired of talking about COVID, which we end up always circling back to that somehow. But I wanted to start out with a interesting little article that Kenneth sent me on Instagram. He's the when we did that conversation with last week or the week before. So shout out to that motherfucker. This is from the New York Times. The headline is, Don't Go Down the Rabbit Hole. Critical thinking, as we're taught to do it, isn't helping in the fight against misinformation. <laughs> Basically, don't use critical thinking. Don't uh, use your brain. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Just go look it up on New York Times. It's ridiculous. The whole I read the whole thing, and it's just propaganda at its finest. Finest, finest. So I, I assume that the slant for this is basically saying, "Hey guys, it's a critical time right now. We need you to stop thinking outside of what we're telling you to do because what we're telling you to do is safe for everybody. And and when you try to go outside of that, it's hurting us, right? Yeah. The the gist of it was don't. It said don't overthink what you read online. That's the first thing you should do, especially with online information from any source. So Are you this kidding? is totally directed, though, towards people like us who may be on yep. the fringe of not, uh, uh, you know, being wishy-washy about it and being like, oh, should I not be thinking so critically? Oh, hmm, maybe I shouldn't. Well, New York I mean, Times says not to. I they're trying to weed people out, though. They're trying to oh, find yeah. ways to weave inside of anyone's brain they possibly can to try to change their mind. Well, and speaking of that, Jen has one she wants to... Re- or are you, are you just going to mention it or paraphrase? Yeah, I I can read mine too. Uh, well, while she's fine, hold on. While she's finding it, and the first thought that I thought of was, I was like, "Are you are you shitting me? I can't have my own thoughts without overthinking them. You don't you you think I'm not going <laughs> to read something that somebody else thought or wrote without a, what? See, now I'm like, overthinking no that whole article. Now I'm <laughs> overthinking whether or not I should be overthinking my overthinking, like. The whole, the whole thing is stupid. Anyway, continue on, Jen. No, no. It, Here we go. I agree. No, his article was amazing when he found it, it. One of the first, I read it too. One of the first sentences says, normally critical thinking, you know, it, obviously paraphrasing, normally critical thinking is like a good thing to do. However, in this particular situation, it's time to take a step back. Like they acknowledge <laughs> that critical thinking is important. They're not just coming out right out the gate saying, don't, don't be, you know, critically thinking on things. No, they're they're saying that it's normally great, just not now. They have to make it sound good. Mm. So mine was was uh, a crucial time. 
Well, no yeah. kidding. That's why they have that article coming out. Yeah. So I found yeah, one yeah. that was pretty similar. Um, just I'm finding a lot of articles now geared towards not just the dumb people who already bought in, but the people who are possibly on the fence or the people who are hardcore conspiracy theorists. They're trying to find ways to get through to them in their tricky, evil way. So <laughs> I found it kind of a funny one. How a South Carolina mom went from being believing in QAnon to becoming an anti-Trumper in under a month. So <laughs> basically how a That's hard... like weight loss and rock hard abs in 30 days. What is that garbage? What's so her secret? The article starts with like just yeah. points. It's not even a paragraph. It's just points where it's Ashley Vanderbilt, 27, started believing in the QAnon conspiracy theory last fall. Point number two. After Inauguration Day, the South Carolina mom started to question the fringe group's beliefs. <laughs> Point number three. In an interview with Insider, she described her transformation from a QAnon fanatic to a potential Democratic voter. <laughs> so uh, so she's just as dumb as anybody else. She's, but she goes on to say how she you know, was waiting for everything to fall apart when Biden was inaugurated and she thought that Trump was going to come back and then she kind of just realized by reading articles like the one that Joe just referenced right. that she shouldn't really think about anything at all. Well, basically I'm not she, saying we don't believe in QAnon or anything like that. I mean, I don't or not. I don't care. She saw the error of her ways and was like, hail Biden. <laughs> so that's that's actually kind of hilarious, too, is that why does it have to be one of those two extremes? Like, I'm That's again, I'm not somebody who necessarily believes in QAnon. I'm also not somebody who is anti-QAnon. I think that the premise for it is exactly what the original creators intended. Create info that's either somewhat real or is covered up to make you question all of the BS that comes down the pipeline. I'm not, I'm not fanatically going to believe in it, but there's a whole lot of stuff out of QAnon that I'm like, you know what? Again, 2020, I could totally see that being a, a, a real thing. So I like how that article, though, says from QAnon on right. one side to all Democrat. the way over to the other side. It's like, can't yeah. we just like narrow those on both spectrums a little bit? Here well, that's what, we, uh, that's well, what that's what we're trying like, to do here. Yeah. Uh, the, well, the Q thing well, is funny because the good thing that came from it is that it uh, made people look into stuff more kind of made people right, do, right. do their own research and a lot of the stuff wasn't even info like this is going to happen on this date i think that did happen right. a couple times i don't know i didn't follow it but there was a, enough like it and more put out questions that people could go research themselves and find out more about these subjects and that's what happened well, i was gonna say and, that question's anonymous like yeah, and there there's fanatics in every group of course there's q right. fanatics there's biden fanatics yeah they're way worse Totally. Well, there's lots of different crazy people out there. It's just weird that they target that one group. I think it's because they're actually doing some some valid damage. That's my thing is that you have all of the, you know, alt right on the on the Trump side who is just as dogmatic as anybody else. And then you have the progressive left that makes all Democrats look shitty, even though I've met some fantastic Democrats some fantastic liberal Democrats that would consider themselves bleeding hearts and they're great people and Same. you can have a civil conversation with them. Like they're normal people. Uh, I just <laughs> Biden, uh, not necessarily all Biden. I don't want to say all Biden supporters for all you fucks that voted for him. <laughs> um, but uh, the progressive left, like, you have your alt-right that's like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to pull my guns out. They just said, no more guns. And it's, I'm going to get all my guns. And then you have the the progressive left that's like, 
we didn't get that one law passed that we wanted, we're going to go cry in the streets and hang our tits out and wear vagina hats. <laughs> and it's like, oh, people. Fucking, I can't, can't no. stand either side of that. It drives either me nuts. Either side yeah. of that. So gross. Well, and from what I can tell is the vast majority of people, said in a Florida? Boston accent, uh, are, Why did that are make me laugh? <laughs> in the middle. They're somewhere in that gradient in the middle. It's just the, the 2% on either side that the media showcases for everybody to be like, look, this is what America yeah. is. You go to the store and you're like, it's not like that at all. For the no, most part. Yeah, it's, it's always the people that, it's always the people that are, are fucking up shit on both sides that end up getting all the airtime. And then they label them as conservatives or Republicans or liberals or Democrats or this, that, and the other. And it's like, it gives this idea that after so many stories being ran consecutively about each of those, like you said, 2% of each party, that it's like, oh, anybody who says that that's what they are, that is what they must be. And it's like, no, no, well, I would say 96% of the people split down the middle are they could really give a shit less about well, it. Especially now, since everybody has a phone, you get these <laughs> fanatic groups that want to be famous for some reason because they have no fucking life. So they go and wear a buffalo headdress into the Capitol building. <laughs> I don't even think that that dude believes what he says he does. He just wanted to be famous. I mean, not maybe not that dude in particular, but you know what I'm talking about. Like some yeah, of these, yeah. re, like that lady the other day that put gorilla glue in her hair, thinking it was uh. hair gel. Or not thinking it was. She didn't have hair gel, so she put Gorilla Glue in her hair. And now she got this GoFundMe where she got, like I don't know, so many thousands of dollars people sent her because she's stupid? Like, including, we're paying people to be stupid. Not limited to Gorilla Glue, the company, tweeting on Twitter, we never, we never thought we'd have to say this, but do not use our product in your fucking hair. <laughs> right. It, it's like when uh, the kids, when they were younger, and we'd be like... Don't lick the ottoman. Stop wiping poop on the wall. Things you wouldn't think you'd have to tell children, Things, but apparently Gorilla but, Glue is one of them. But no, but that's the worst part is that we're not telling children. I mean, we kind of are mentally, but these aren't fucking children that we're dealing with. These are grown ass people. that are like, I didn't have gel. I'm a put glue in it. And it's like, why would you do that? Why? Yeah, would, that's, like, and then people that's actually, actually worse. Supported her. It's actually worse actually, because she is an adult and she can vote. Ergo Biden in the White House. <laughs> fair well, that lady did not vote go. for trump <laughs> trump for four years in the white house i mean eh. uh, yeah it goes both ways <laughs> anyway we got anything else any other pressing matters before we get the hay out of here no nah, i got my pressing matter out on the big white phone about 10 15 minutes ago perfect more poo come for the poo stories Stay for the. So I did want to ask you though, uh, since everything was just kind of a generalization on this upcoming episode, uh, and I wasn't able to really be a, too much of a part of it except being able to listen to about half of it. Uh, ha what was your guys' take on it? Are we uh, we gearing up to have Amish Inquisition back on for round two in a more projected area? Oh yeah, if we can come up with a topic, but yeah, I'd love to hang out with those dudes again. They was they were awesome. I would yeah, too. I kind of want to. I kind of want to ask him questions so I can hear him talk more. <laughs> I, I was going to say. I just want to hear the soothing sound of their British voices again. From Liverpool. One kind of Lancaster. crazy thing, Ben. I don't know if you caught it, but at the very end, because there, there were all three on three separate. I wasn't on at the end. I got chopped no, off. About well, I mean, you through. you saw them though, right? They were all three oh, separate. Yeah. So they had to be like that because it's illegal to gather like at all in England. 
said $10,000 fine. I, I did hear that was right at the end of what I heard. I happened to be in the room right at that end of that conversation oh, where gotcha. they were explaining why, why they were all split up right at that moment. And, uh, I walked out and that's when I saw Blair's, sh uh, shirtless body and, uh, <laughs> then my ear pods died. So, but yeah, I didn't remember hearing that. That's fucking, uh, that's absolutely crazy. Like, and when they were talking about like land area and like uh, the size of Texas and this, that, and the other, and we were talking about California at the beginning, the, and they said, you know, what would you, uh, or I can't remember how somebody asked it. I can't remember who it was. Uh, you know, what would you compare England to state-wise size? Yeah. And they, they were, did. you know, and they said like Delaware or something like no, that. No, they're like bigger than Texas. <laughs> no, I know, but they, I think they were joking at the time that they said that. Um, but it's like, that's crazy to me because like we've talked about this before that's a whole that's a whole nationality right there like that it's crazy to me to think of like america only being the size of texas and at any given point you could not only in one day drive across your whole country but you could actually drive across a few countries because that's you know it takes however many days if you drive straight from depending on where you're leaving, see to see to shining sea here. And, yeah, but it's like a it's like a massive island though too. They're like surrounded by water. Right. That trip me out. Yeah. Anyway, I got nothing else for you. But yeah. all right, we'll close it out. Uh, enjoy the chat. Uh, thanks to the Patreon subscribers, Patreon.com/slash/legitbatpodcast. Uh, enjoy our chat, and we will see you next week. So we're from uh, Northern California. Uh, where exactly are you guys? You're uh, Northern England, right? That's in, right, yeah. In Lancashire. Lancashire? Yeah, so it's uh, if you know where Liverpool is. Heard of Liverpool? Nope. I mean, I've heard of it. I don't oh, know where oh, it yeah, is. Yeah, I've heard yeah. of Liverpool. <laughs> you just don't know exactly where it would be on a map of England, I think. <laughs> so it's uh, like almost directly across from the top of Ireland, basically, if you know where uh, Ireland is. Down oh, yeah. Oh, okay. For I was sure. going to say, you guys have a tinge of an Irish accent, it sounds like. Do you think? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe to your ears. Yeah. Uh, but that's not something that uh, anyone else has ever said. <laughs> that's just a dumb American. <laughs> you sound Irish. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you sound no, like stupid right. American, so. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Do you guys know where, uh, you, you have an idea where, you know, Sacramento is? Or I guess San Francisco would be a better marker. We're, we're about three or four San hours Francisco, above Sac. Okay. Yeah, we're north of that. Pacific Northwest up here. Yeah. Right, okay. Well, I think the thing is, is, you know, America in comparison to England or the UK is so many times bigger. Um. You can't yeah. really compare the two, can you? That's the thing. What yep. state do you think could be a comparable size? To the UK. Maine? Delaware? No. <laughs> 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 Alright, so... It's huge, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Massive. It's its own country, basically. Anyway, I'm Joe. This is my wife, Jen. And hey. then we got my brother, Ben. Like I said, normally he's got a setup. Sometime yeah. he... Sometimes he actually gets to join us in here in uh, our <clears throat> my son's studio room. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we, we try to make work with what we can, especially on odd days. 
But uh, what, so, what day do you normally record? Uh, we, we normally record on Sundays just because we're not doing much. Usually about seven o'clock our time. So this is new to be doing it in the middle of the day. But we like we switch it up. Sometimes we do it on Thursday nights. It just depends. Yeah. When do you guys record? Sunday nights. Same yeah, reason. Like we've all got young kids and and yeah. full time jobs and stuff. So. It's yep. like, it's the time of the week, really. Yeah. So where'd you guys get your name from? Sorry? Where'd you guys get your name from? The yeah. Amish Inquisition? Uh, that's yeah. one that Ben answers. I, <laughs> I answer it differently every time, so I don't know the, the right answer. Uh, I guess there's links to Monty Python there and the Spanish Inquisition. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. No one really expected us. Certainly not any of our mates up, up in there. Uh, Round Preston thought that we'd ever do a podcast, uh, and I don't know. I think I think that's it. And the Amish thing is just <laughs> sort of—I have absolutely no idea anymore. It kind of—it's okay. just kind of funny. <laughs> I think it, I think it may have been. I think it it, it phases in and out. <laughs> It'll come back. Well, ours is just as weird and an even dumber story, but uh, we've gone into that before. But uh so how did you uh when did you start up it you're relatively new right i think i've heard you on tinfoil hat in uh union of the unwanted so that's how i heard of you guys not been on tinfoil hat yet i'm still waiting from the call from sam oh maybe it was just <laughs> union of the unwanted i was thinking of there yeah we we're on union when was that about a month ago yeah yeah but when when did we start was it 17 i think so about it's about no maybe 18 is it three? No, I think it was. No. I think it was August 2017, wasn't it? Yeah, so before years this August. Oh wow. oh wow! You guys are veterans compared to us. We started <laughs> yeah. last August. Right. How are you finding it? Oh, it's fun. I we just started it to have fun, and then uh, all the events of 2020 started, and we were like, "Well, we got no shortage <laughs> of shit to talk about." It looks like we chose a good you to start this. Yeah, I've not. I noticed. I was looking through the episodes, and we've had. Some similar guests, same guests, and um, Terry Lovelace caught me. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. got Terry in about a month or so. How, how was Terry? Oh, he's awesome. He was a great interview. He's, that's so one fun. of the ones that are super fun because we've read his book, at least the first one. She just finished the second one, but we've read his book, so we already knew his story. So it was a lot easier to talk to him about you know different things. But he was fun. We're gonna have him back on soon. Yeah, he was super chatty and super fun, chill to have. He's awesome. He'll go on anyone's show too. He just is super friendly. Have you guys had Gramerica on? I can't remember if I'd seen one with you guys in Gramerica. Yeah. 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 yeah they were back end last year. Yeah. That was, a, that, was, that was a big thrill for you, Phil, wasn't it? It was. I've been I've been listening to them for years. Yeah. Uh, I think probably since the. I think it might have been the first time they had Randall on. Randall Carlson. Don't know if you know him. Oh yeah. Um, maybe when was that? Maybe five or six years ago. And basically, I, I saw Randall Carlson on the Joe Rogan Experience when I used to listen to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I started binging. I started searching for Randall Carlson material everywhere, and that's how I, I came across Grime America. Yeah, that would be one of those one of those guests that would be a a high point, you know, to have on your podcast. Someone like that. Yeah, I was, I'd love to have Randall on. And I don't I don't I mean, even know how you get in touch with these people. <laughs> We've done a bit on the younger Dryas. We had um, Cosmic Tusk on, didn't we? Oh yeah, yeah, George. 
George Howard. Yeah, George, George Howard, the Cosmic Tusk uh, blog guy. Oh, um, nice. But Randall's interesting for all the other stuff he does, like the sacred geometry and and uh, numerology and shit like that, and Freemasonry and all all that sort of stuff. So. Oh yeah, yeah he's. To have him. I just listened to one with him on. Um, I can't remember what show. I think it was Forbidden Knowledge News. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that one with Chris Matthew. He was just on there too. Yeah, he's just done a video one with Grimerica as well. Oh, nice. I just I just saw it on Instagram. I think, oh, I'll tell you what it is. It's um, Grimerica are moving to Rockfin. Oh, like exclusively? Video. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I think the first one that they're putting on Rockfin is a, is a Randall Carlson one. So Nice. Yeah, it's, a lot of people seem to be moving to Rockfin in yeah. our sort of area. And I've, yeah, I've, I've never seen yeah, they don't censor as much. I uh, I put in a application or whatever you call it to get on Rockfin and haven't heard back, so apparently they're not interested. But uh, well, yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I Me only either. heard about it. I guess it was probably Sam Tripoli who started first. Maybe I think he migrated over there first. Yeah, some of his content. And uh, yeah, people are following suit because again, it's this YouTube thing, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. I was trying to find, are you familiar with the, the clip of Anthony Fauci talking about back in March saying that face masks are pointless and they don't work? Oh, yeah. 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 We, I think we saw that right when it came out, too. Not even recently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a real thing. Maybe a CNN 60 Minutes interview or some, some shit. And I needed to find it for tonight for <laughs> a reason we'll find out later. I find it. Gone. Wow. Oh, of course they deleted it, for sure. You got to check uh, Bitchute or Rumble or something like that. Even those are starting to go the censorship route from what yeah. I've heard. But Those people who have it are probably all banned already. How, how do you guys take... I was actually going to ask how... The, not to bring up COVID again, we've talked that ad nauseum for the last six months, but uh, wh how's it going over there? Are, is it real tight with the mask mandates? And do you guys listen to Fauci too? Do you take American advice on this bullshit? <laughs> Uh, no, we take our own advice on the bullshit, to be honest with you. <laughs> About the same uh, level, though. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's pretty intense at the moment. So we're in, we're in um, lockdown 3.0 currently. <laughs> um, I feel like you guys have it worse over there. I always hear, I feel like um, I hear that it's way worse. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We've heard some pretty uh, weird stories from California as well. Um, oh, yeah, not where we are, closed. though. <laughs> Right. Okay. Way south. Um, um, but yeah, for us, so um, all non-essential shops are closed, um, which is, I suppose, in each lockdown has got fewer and fewer, basically. So, like currently, like clothes shops are closed. Um, you know, things, and that's about it, really, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, pubs and hospitality, hotels, things like that are closed. Oh wow. Um, School is a big one. Oh, sorry, schools. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about that. Schools. Um, what about? Are they going out of business? D does your government have something to help them keep afloat? Or yeah, so there's the furlough scheme. It's called. So we're up to is it 800 billion? I think. Uh, the kind of estimate it's going to be just an extended furlough to the summer. Um, but a lot of people are still being laid off. Um, currently, so employment, unemployment. Sorry, he's gone. Sort of. Um, to like the highest rate for years kind of thing. How wow. the furlough scheme works is, say you work for a restaurant 
like a restaurant, say you work for a restaurant chain and you're a manager for this restaurant chain, uh, the owner of the company or the company can apply to the government for this furlough scheme. And how this works is um, all your staff get sent home and get paid 80% of their wages by the state. So you get paid 80% of your wages to sit at home. That's... And then we wonder why people don't want to come out of lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing as well is is that when I think the furlough scheme does end, or if it ends, um, then a lot of people are going to be made redundant, basically. And yeah. They're going to lose their jobs. So it's just extending this period. Um, yeah, it's a bit weird. Longing really. the agony. Yeah, basically. And we're hearing reports of people, companies using this furlough scheme to offshore jobs to India and China or just find other ways around, you know, of, of reducing staff numbers. So, yeah, they're just putting off the inevitable, it seems, with the with the unemployment, with this furlough scheme. Well, how's your uh, economic just... market over there? Is it tanking as bad as ours is? Because ours is just about to circle the toilet, you know? And they're yeah. doing a similar thing with us where they're doing the, they're going to pay people one lump sum every month per person right. in the household. And it's, I mean, it sounds great, but where's the incentive to go? Get people are already lazy enough and now they're doing this. Yeah. I mean, some people are worried that this is going to be a, sort of a soft transition into universal basic income. Uh, it, oh, yeah, yeah, it kind of That's already is. Yeah. Like where people are going to start relying on, you know, three grand a month or whatever. Andrew Yang's wish came true. (coughs) A lot of people I speak to about UBI, they seem to think it's a great idea and I just can't get it through the head that being dependent on the state is not good for you. It's horrible. It's supposed to be the other way around. They're supposed to be dependent on you, the voter, to keep them in office. You should never be dependent on a politician. Yeah. But it's so tempting, isn't it? Free money. (laughs) Yeah, sort of. But where's the drive to go make new things and do better things and bigger things? It's like kind of dumbing people down. To well, just we're not like talking about and take the money from the government. People like us that are obviously talking about this shit. We're talking about your average, uh, you know, about most people in the world. Walmart shopper <laughs> that goes in in their sweatpants to get their yeah, soda and their yeah. It's sad. <laughs> they would I'm love good, to but... just sit at home and feed off the tit of the government, and it sounds yeah. great. Don't get me wrong. I'm lazy from time to time, but. I think that's Not to that extent. <laughs> I mean, we have quite generous, we've had quite generous policies brought in over the last 20 years. I'm thinking sort of like, um, what's the, the the child tax credits? Mm. So it's oh, a yeah. system where, how does it work, Matt? Is it single parents? I can't remember. But basically, I used to work in a tax credit office um, years ago. Um, but it's something like, you know, if you work, 16 hours a week and i think that might have gone up to like 20 hours or something now then you get x amount of tax rebates so say like 40 percent you'd only pay so normally you pay 20 percent tax you'd only pay 10 percent or something like that it is um i couldn't tell you the exact figures of it the problem is is that it's it's the government subsidizing low wages yeah because yeah. you're getting a big chunk from the government if you, if you have a, a low-level job, there's no incentive for your employer to, to pay you a living wage because the government's topping your wage up for you. We have and that, too, in America, a similar, the earned income credit and the child tax credit are credits that we get. When I was a waitress in school and I had my daughter and I was a single mom, 
I would get like five grand back every year because I was poor, basically. Not that that didn't it didn't make me sit around and not want to do better. Well, no, because that's not really that's not like a that's not really a welfare subsidization as much as it's giving you your money back that you fucking paid to them all year, uh, you know, with interest subtracted. I feel like I didn't really pay that much because I wasn't making that much, but I got a shitload back more than I feel like I deserved. I guess. We wouldn't need that well, if we got to keep true. all of our that's money. That's definitely true here in America. I mean, there's definitely, that's where everybody talks about the differences and in increases for the upper margin and the lower margin is like, I know for a fact that there are times where when I was younger, the amount that I put in, I got back way more than what I put in. And that's yeah. sure. out yeah. the amount of people that are making a shitload and putting in a shitload and not seeing any of that back or having to pay. Like... That's definitely true. There are times where you'll get back, depending on if you're super low income, way more than what it is that you paid into taxes, for sure. Oh, yeah. Do you guys have that same kind of problem over there where corporate or uh, corporations don't really have to pay a whole lot of tax or they find every loophole imaginable where they pay little to no tax? I don't know what the rules are over there. Yeah. So like Amazon for Europe, I think, is it not based in Luxembourg? Oh, it's Ireland. Or eBay. Uh, Ireland. eBay is based in Ireland. Right, yeah. So they've got so Ireland quite often does um, sweetheart deals, doesn't it, for these huge corporations? So they pay like next to no, no tax, basically. So like I think Amazon, you know, for example, does you know X amount of billions worth of trade through the UK and pays like one or two million pounds worth of tax on it or something stupid. Pocket change. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember there was one year. I said it on the podcast, so it must have been in the last few years. There was one year where Facebook paid less tax than me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is I think, was, I think it was 1,600 quid or something they paid for a year in corporate tax. insane, isn't it? Wow. Yes. We need to get it goes on everywhere, day. doesn't it? It's unbelievable. Do you guys see any end in sight? You said the lockdown 3.0, but do you actually, like, in your opinion, do you th- see anything going back to normal in the next year? Yeah, there's some sunlit uplands, and they? they're talking about uh, about relaxing by Easter. Maybe there's supposed to be an announcement tomorrow. They said that last year too. But, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're done by Easter. Yeah, sunlit, um, sunlit, sunlit uplands. Isn't that what Boris Boris called the um, post Brexit thing that was going to happen? <laughs> sunlit uplands. Is that the vaccine passports and the? Oh yeah, probably. no jab, no pay, and. Yeah, oh, that's nice. yeah, Pimlico Plumbers, is it? He did that every six months. There's a yeah, plumbing companies. It's, I think that's in Ireland, isn't it? That they, they are, um, is it over here in, in the UK? Pimlico, oh, London, yeah. right? Okay, oh, Pimlico, yeah, of course. There's a plumbers, um, company that have, have just basically said that if, if their employees don't have the vaccine, then they, they basically aren't employed anymore. Wow. That's so scary. That's a, that was going to so be my untested. my next what, question actually is if you, you make someone take something so untested and force them to. Hey, this I think it's fine. Just take it or else you have no job. What? That was going to be my next question is if like, sorry, I keep swearing. I don't mean to. Is if you guys thought it was going to be like man- mandatory for everybody because I know over here I don't think they're going to make it mandatory, but it's going to be a social pressure thing. Like, oh, you don't have to get it. No, no, it's totally your choice. But if you want to do X, Y, and Z, Anything you got to get it. 
which makes sense. To, it makes way more sense than them coming door to door and jabbing you in the arm. I don't think that's going to happen. It might. Who knows? Yeah. The, uh, the, they can't make it mandatory. But, uh, even if they wanted to, they couldn't do, I don't think, under common law. But what they will... I mean, it looks like, as far as foreign travel goes, that looks pretty certain. Yeah. Uh, for everyone coming in or out of the UK. Um, I can see it coming for large events, cricket matches, concerts, that sort of thing. Uh, there's Dominic Raab, who's the defense... No, he's not defense secretary. I think he used to be, didn't he? Used to be, but he, he was intimating this week, talking about maybe doing it for bars and restaurants. Vaccine <sighs> passport, passporting. That's so insane. They'll, they'll so it just it. leaves people at home. If you want to socialize, you have to have the vaccine. That's horrible. They'll push it as far as people will take. You know, if they can get away with it, they will. And they, they've got to drag this out as long as they, they can. Uh, the vaccine companies can't make any money till July. It's in the contracts. Huh. Well, the AstraZeneca vaccine, for example, uh, Italy, funnily enough, they just published the entire contract today, I think, or yesterday, and it's caused a bit of an uproar in the EU because they published the unredacted contract, and in there it says that they can't make a profit until July this year. So they've got to got to stretch this out for the next few years. Well, they've been string, stringing us along long enough where they're making people crave going to concerts and going to the bar and just being back to normal to the point where they're like, if you get this vaccine, everything goes back to normal. Oh, except Fauci is saying you still got to wear your mask if you get the vaccine. Maybe two or three. Maybe get your butt, you know, checked for the for the COVID before you go anywhere. It's going to get to the point where anywhere you go, they're going to be sticking something up your butt or in your mouth or in your arm. Like idiocracy. Yeah. This one. It's this fucking one idiocracy. <laughs> How do you so, think it'll work in the state? you think each state will have its own rules and they'll be enforced? Definitely, so because... Florida, you know, at one extreme and California at the other sort of thing. That's exactly what I was going to say is it's definitely going to be more state by state because Florida is basically normal right now. We had a, a friend that comes on the show every once in a while that took a one week vacation down there and he said it was like nothing ever happened. He said there's some places that are like, you can wear a mask if you want. But other than that, everyone was walking around doing normal life. And then you get over here. We're not as bad up here in the north area, kind of in the woods. Down in L.A., it's awful. I guess everywhere you go, yeah, they're San just Francisco. hounding you about it. Yeah, San Francisco, yeah. too. But up here, everyone's a lot more relaxed. But there are places like Costco that you walk in and they'll basically accost you or tell you to leave. They told our friend or our, my sister-in-law that she was going to get her membership revoked if she didn't pull her mask up. She had it, like, down a little bit. And she, the guy came over, touched her. He grabbed her by the shoulder. And then she was like what the fuck? And then he's like, put your mask on. And she's like, you just, t okay. And he said, we'll kick you out. We'll escort you out. We'll take your membership. If you don't pull your mask up, you which stupid. is, I mean, that's a private company. She they can do what they want, but I mean, it's not like she would have to, I mean, I don't know. They'd have to take her picture and prove it, I guess, but he threatened her membership because she wouldn't pull her mask up. I think it will go County by County though, because this state, sure. California in general is insane right now, but what you hear is not where we live is, it's like two hours south of the Oregon border. It's very redneck, very hillbilly, very, very country. Everyone has a gun and is like, freedom, woo, America. So I can't imagine that this county would stand for that. If this state was like, this is our mandate, mandatory vaccines for this, this, and this. I think the bars in our area specifically would uh, revolt against that. 
I think they would say, nope, we don't care about that. So then it, the states would divide. How do you think it, how do you think it goes over there? I don't know how you're divided, but do you have provinces? Is that how it works? You think it's going to If you can imagine like um your your the federal government's restricted over there, isn't it? It can't enforce things like mask rules in different states. That's what they tell us, yeah. <laughs> but over here we don't have that protection. So Gotcha. All around on your belly in in uh, the supermarket. He can make that law without any parliamentary scrutiny, as long as he has enough MPs to support him. Wow, that's wow. fine. Across so you've you've no nowhere to, you've nowhere to go, basically. That's so scary. So is Boris Johnson the main dude in charge? I know. I thought you guys had the <laughs> the uh, monarchy thing going on, but everybody keeps dogging on this Boris Johnson guy, which he looks like a penis. I get it, but I don't know what's going on behind the scenes with that. It's just the, the royal family or the queen is the head of state, but she has no power. So all of her power has been removed, basically. So she just okays things. It's like a ceremonial head of state, essentially. The yeah, she has, she has barely any more power in the UK than she does in Canada. Mm. So it's like huh. a show it's thing? It's just a show? Yeah. yeah more theater. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's how the presidency the is here. It's all a show. <laughs> I think it is just a show, really, isn't it? I think mm -hmm. um, it's, they always say that basically that the, the royal family brings more revenue into the country through tourism. Um, and that's always the argument for not having an elected head of state, essentially. Tourism or uh, child trafficking, you know, whichever one you want to call it. Either way, that's super sad. If I felt like I was queen of England and my only power was tourism. <laughs> no, her other power is whenever <laughs> people walk by, they have to like bow or do something. Yeah, to her. but that's like tourism and also like a show. <laughs> it's like Disneyland. <laughs> but that's yeah, like she said. She can, uh, she, she can still kill people. So you could still get <laughs> no way. treason. Te technically, yeah. There's all, all right, that all would make me feel a little better. Out. Well, she can knight people too and do the, the sword thing to knight people. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we still do that. She has all the every, movie every... powers, but not any real ones. Basically, yeah. Yeah, every January the government announce an an honors list, and this yeah. is the list of their mates and cronies who are going to get made into a sir, knight of the realm, Ooh. or an OBE or CBE. And so, so, what does, does that actually do? Yeah, what do you get to do after that? It's, it's um, just cachet, isn't it? Yeah, so you can probably charge like twice as much for your speeches basically Ooh. oh weird it's money based you huh? demand that people call you sir yes yeah, oh. a horse yeah. and a suit of armor yeah. <laughs> do you i would like to be uh, knighted can any can women be knighted is that allowed that's madam right? well no you, you you can be dames you yeah. get your dames, dames. You'd be so lady fascinating. lady jen lady yeah see i would be down to get knighted if i was guaranteed like one joust per year to the death because i would take that up i'd be like yes call me sir call me sir joe and i will joust you well you'd shit your pants if the hound turned up though wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. i'd probably shit my pants and call it off anyway I'd be like i don't even know how to ride a horse i can't joust i'm sorry <laughs> take back my knighthood You've got one of the royals now, haven't you? In California. Do you know Prince well, Harry lives there? Well, I, now? 
Yeah, the queen just stripped them of all their powers. That's in the news everywhere. Oh, is it? Right, okay. I was just wondering if you even noticed that he'd moved there. I didn't, actually. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle? Yeah. The queen stripped them of their royal powers. and then That would be the same as saying, to me, it's the same as saying Kim Kardashian moved to Nebraska. I'd be like, I okay, whatever. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. Aren't we? Yeah. Oh Prince wow. Harry and Meghan Markle? Yeah, it sounds fucking tragic. You know what's yeah, hilarious is that real. show is probably gonna hit the top ten in a week and have like six million downloads on their first episode. And awesome podcasts like ours are like, <laughs> Where's all the listeners? No, where <laughs> Yeah, it'll have six million listeners the first week and then six listeners then at the week after I think. <laughs> yeah, after they actually hear them talk. <laughs> Oh, it's just vapid. I can't. I can't be doing that. <laughs> I bet. It's like sort of migrating into like reality TV stars or something, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. what it always reminded me of when they have the royal wedding. Every there were so many Americans that tuned in to the royal we- wedding, and I'm like, why? Who? They're all the way over there. First of all, we we kind of like said fuck you during the Revolutionary War. Why are you caring caring about the monarchs? <laughs> No offense, of course. <laughs> I'm taken. Oh, are we yeah. are we Republicans or what? Us three. Me? Us? I'm a hardcore no. royalist. <laughs> hardcore royalist? What? I, I would go that far. I mean, I like the crown. <laughs> the TV show. <laughs> I, think, I think on balance, yeah, I think we should have an elected head of state and get rid of the House of Lords. Have you heard of the House of Lords? No. Is that so, Dukes and stuff? Uh, well, basically, yeah. So there's landed gentry in there as well, isn't there? As well as sort of like um, governments and name peers who become lords. So what happens is, uh, you two might be able to correct me on this, but so say there's a piece of legislation. It goes to the House of Commons, which has all the um, MPs in, which are sort of represent each area of the country. And then that again gets past the House of Lords for scrutiny. Um, and they can veto stuff and send it back. And if they don't agree with it, and then it can get made into law and stuff. So Okay, so kind of, kind of like a con- Congress that's, or that's Senate idea? That's super similar idea. to us, House yeah, of okay. Representatives and Senate. But it's English, so it's similar. the House of Lords. Yeah, yeah it sounds much unelected. Fancy. That's the thing. That's the issue oh. with the House of Lords. Can you imagine yeah. the Senate? Okay, that's terrifying. Yes, yeah, so uh, gentry yeah so basically it's lord it's literally um a throwback to um the magna carta wasn't it sort of whenever when was that 10 year 1000 1100 something like that 1200 13 something i thought it was but there you go 13 something (laughs) yeah either way a long fucking time plus or minus 600 years we got it yeah basically (laughs) um and so the lords would have took a little bit of uh, the power away from the the king basically um so they would have oversight and scrutiny and could agree and not agree with certain things to do with tax mainly i think wasn't it yeah funding wars yeah yeah and that's the the whole reason we have tax that's how it all started was it was i mean it was mainly was it the napoleonic wars that mainly saw the spike in taxes i think it was i think it was the battle funding the battle of trafalgar and waterloo Right. Uh, government started introducing income taxes. Which oh, yeah. Just kept your money. 
thought the well, Bank of England was similar to America. Well. I mean, well, I mean, according to our constitution, income tax isn't legal, really. But that's why they have a, a private company do it for them, so that it kind of is legal. And it's I don't think any of our government. elections are real, so I'm pretty sure that our Senate and House of Representatives is all lords as well. The House of Lords. <laughs> like, they're just the people they usher in well, they've and pretend all, that we voted for They've them. all been there for fucking 50 years, so they might as well be unelected, especially after this whole last election cycle. No matter what you think of the fraud or, you know, no evidence of fraud, whatever. There's some wonky shit going on. I don't care what people say. Something went weird, and I don't really care because I think uh, Trump would be just as much of a puppet as Biden. Maybe a little bit more rogue, but still... I think that's why he's not president now, because they're like, nope, you didn't play the role, bye-bye. Well, we've talked about this before, and I think I've said, I I think if you get to a certain level, you're going to be compromised to some extent. Like, you get to billionaire status and the president, there's something going on. He's not just a a saint walking in there fucking up the system because he didn't really fuck it up that much. There were some cool things he did, and he was entertaining as shit. And now we have Biden in there who's just a wrinkly bump on a log of a ball sack sitting behind there signing executive order after executive order. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what I'm signing. And it just it's just as much theater as, uh, you know, the queen. It's, yeah, I think it's he doesn't know it. Biden doesn't know any more what's going on than the queen does. They're about at the same, you know, cognitive level. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to insult your queen. Is that an insult? I don't know the. I'm using a VPN. It's fine. <laughs> only, a, only an insult to the staunch republicist in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'll let it I'll slide. <laughs> you think it's possible for like an ordinary Joe, just with you know a good idea and some principles, to get into high office in the states? No. No, absolutely not. So I would love to think that that sounds awesome, but I think they will be either killed or compromised. <laughs> they don't even have to take it, it to sucks. the level of killing them, though. I'll, you have to have a certain amount of money to even campaign or get your name out there. Like if I, no name, went out to run for president, I don't have a chance because I don't have the funds to get my name out there. You can be resourceful and do it, but I think they will find a way to kill you. I do. I mean, they didn't even have to kill Bernie. Look at Bernie Sanders. All they had to do is fuck him over in the uh, primaries, and he was out. All they had to do was make memes of him with mittens. Yeah, he became a meme. (laughs) That's what I would become as a meme. Arguably greater than President of the United States, becoming a meme. Probably more popular. You're immortal, right? (laughs) (laughs) I think President Trump's immortal because of his... uh, his stupid fucking tweets. They were so dumb, but super entertaining. So entertaining. I was sad when Twitter banned him. I was like, damn, they were funny to read. I mean, <laughs> it's sad that your president is like hilarious to listen to. That's kind of sad, but whatever. That's America. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, you've kind of gone from one extreme to the other, really, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For it's kind sure. of the story of our uh, country, though. Well, so. sort of. I mean, I feel like uh, the last year that Trump was president... Everyone was bashing him, bashing, 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 and then promoting things like Black Lives Matter, wearing masks, Anthony Fauci, and now Biden's in office. And they're like, yay, everything's fine, and Fauci's still talking, and Black Lives Matter is still really great. And meanwhile, you know, it's still the same shit. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Our lives haven't changed Except at all yet. COVID cases are declining. Shockingly. <laughs> Biden's in office and COVID's declining. Weird. If... Yeah, they would never. You, oh, go ahead. What do you put that down, Jen? What do you think is going on? Why do you think the uh, that that synchronicity has happened? Um, with the COVID because cases. 
Because I think they wanted to demonize Trump. So we're not Trump supporters at all. Like, we, I think he's an idiot. Oh, entertaining at best. But a uh, good businessman or whatever. But um, I think that they just wanted someone to be a scapegoat. So they had to make COVID horrible when he was president. And he was also like, masks are dumb. This is dumb. Why are we doing this? So they demonized that. Made it the worst thing for him to say. And then Biden was like, oh, that's crazy. We're going to unite everybody. So he's in office, and now he's going to save the day, and COVID's going to go away because he's in office now. I just think they need someone to be the the demon, like the devil and the angel, and they need someone to hate and someone to love, and they're going to make it, Biden, yay, he made COVID go away. Well, as far as the cases go, right after the inauguration, the WHO were like, oh, the PCR test is actually kind of faulty. We need to lower the cycles, per, or, you know, the cycles we run this at, and they cut it in half or something. I don't know the exact numbers again, but uh, yeah, they cut the cycles down, which is what every conspiracy podcast has been talking about for the last year is how fucked the PCR test is and how they're running too many cycles on it. It'll, you run it enough times, you'll find whatever you want in there. So now as soon as Biden gets in, they're like, oh, you know what? This whole year we've been doing this wrong. We should lower it. And then the, the, COVID I cases just take. I did not say that. I, I guarantee that someone made Biden say that. No, Biden didn't say that. The oh. WHO did. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we, saw this, we saw this bulletin uh, last month, and they introduced new guidance, didn't they, for confirming cases about having to... Uh, the person has to display positive symptoms and X, Y, and Z and new <laughs> guidance and protocols for the labs carrying out the tests. It's like, yeah, they've, had, they've got... This is the message. This is the signal. Let's yeah. get the cases down now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And meanwhile, six months ago, they were like, you could have no symptoms and still be a carrier. That's never been a thing. I'm sorry. Never. I've never been like, oh, you know what? I think I got sick from my friend who had no symptoms, but she must have had the flu. That's how I got it. That's insane. Or you call in, you call into work because you're like, you know what? I have no symptoms, (laughs) but I think I'm sick. I think I got COVID actually. I'm going to (laughs) stay home today. That's ridiculous. There was an article, I think it was last week, and we didn't talk about it. It was on the schedule, but we didn't get around to it. And there was um, uh, an article, I think it was a paper in The Lancet, and it was the one that came out, I think, in February last year, which started all this asymptomatic um, transmission talk. And it was based on, uh, I think it was four Germans who'd been at a business meeting with a Chinese person from Wuhan. And the uh, the meeting ended. She went home and she tested positive for COVID, and so did I think one or two of these German people. And the people do, who did the study for the Lancet, who said, "Oh, we've got asymptomatic transmission," they neglected to actually speak to the Chinese woman and ask her if she had symptoms. And this came out last week that it turns out, yeah, I did have symptoms. Wow. <sighs> was she the one that was the 12- super spreader? They keep saying that too, the super spreaders who go around and have no symptoms, but they're killing people. No, basically a super spreader is any Trump rally uh, or anything that isn't a democratic Or a family gathering. It could be anything. Yeah, if you have more than 10 people at your Thanksgiving, shit. Do you guys have crazy commercials there for COVID and mask wearing and things like that? I I just saw when I walked into the commercials, I didn't mean to, (laughs) but it showed up and it was... A person laying in a bed, you couldn't see their face, and they were had wires all hooked up, and it was like the heart monitor beeping, and it said across in letters, it said, this could be your mother, and then the mother changed to, or your friend, or your neighbor. And Basically, was, do you have propaganda said, over there? Wear a mask. 
<laughs> it was about wearing masks. Oh, yeah. And it was a person dying. And it was like, this could be your family. That's so mm. fucked up. Stop fucking with people. It makes me so angry. I wonder... <clears throat> Sorry. No, Jen, what's <laughs> fucked up is the idea that... Uh, you're not really scaring me. I don't know how many family members or friends I have, but I'm like, yeah, maybe they would get COVID. I could give a shit less. <laughs> right. They could get hit by a fucking bus tomorrow, too. I'm not going to worry about that. Oh, yeah. You know what? Maybe that, maybe that could be my mother on there. Like, all right. Whatever. Well, it's your mom. <laughs> you got it. I mean, rest in peace. What's quite the equivalent that we've had over here to that? We've got those uh, habits where they say, yeah, look him in the eye and tell him you've been wearing your mask. And it's like, (laughs) oh, my God, that's way worse. Oh, my God. (laughs) Tell him you've been doing everything you can to social distance. And, you know, you've only been going out for your. Do you have to do social justice? Wear your badge. I'll look you in the eye and tell you you get fucked. (laughs) It's a close up of someone's face and you can see like the nose, not cannula, what they call it, the nose oxygen thing going in and the oh yeah all gray. intubated they're all gray and about to die yeah. and it says look look in his eyes and tell him why you didn't wear a mask oh, my oh God. wow well i can't but, fix him and i will that's unreal Ugh, be a better like, doctor the thing, the thing is is we're like a year into it now and the adverts have only just started oh, yeah. yeah you yeah. know I, 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 yeah i just find that's it a bit true. baffling really why they would start doing that now We've been getting it online though for since the start. The old um, what's the three three phrase slogan? Oh right, yeah. Uh, stay at home, protect the NHS, save, save lives. lives, build back so, better. Did he, did he not remember it changed in the summer to stay alert? Um, something rubbish. <laughs> it was um, Stay alert to die. to what? Stay Everything. alert no, to no. to the <laughs> news. Watch the news. Too. Watch the news. We had, we had, a, we had a brief, a brief um, two-week period, didn't we? One or two weeks where there was no lockdown where we live in, in Lancashire. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was a bit bizarre, wasn't it? It was. There was still, like, social distancing and stuff. Was there? I can't no, remember. we went to the pub, didn't we, Phil? And it was, it was a bit weird. Yeah, you had to sit <laughs> Some outside, people are yeah. like, can I hang out? Am I supposed to be here? It's, like, all awkward. <laughs> We could get if normal. Norm- yeah, we normally do the podcast together. Um, mm. would record together, but um, you can get fined at ten thousand pounds. Holy shit! Is that why you guys are separate right now? <gasps> yeah, you're like literally not allowed to hang out with other people. Yeah, it's okay. against the law. Over over <laughs> wow. a year now. Whoa! I feel like we should have led with that. It's been. <laughs> 45 minutes and I had no fucking clue why you guys were separated but I just figured it was like literally illegal I just figured it was like ahead. me and Ben okay. Ben Ben is literally 10 minutes down the road but he's babysitting normally he would be with us or yeah we have people over all the time yeah. and we still do that where we live in California we're allowed to there were certain places in Southern California that got their power shut off by the power company because they had a party yeah that story that's yeah. so yeah. weird but that's good thing we got like got rid of fascism city. though yeah I think they stopped doing that because the governor almost got ousted by the entire state. But I th- where we live, that would never happen. And he's still on the way out. You know Gavin Newsom? Do you know that name? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the French laundry. <laughs> we're trying to boot him the fuck out of here. And apparently, I think they have most of the signatures needed to recall him. Who knows if that's going to happen? Right. Don't think it really matters. I Who Who's going to step in? anything at all. We'll probably have Nancy Pelosi as our governor next. 
Oh, no. Right. Well, Tim, no, no, no. I got I got to peel. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. When he is recalled, would it be like a general election, like a Republican-Democrat election, or would they just would someone select another Democrat to fill his place or what? Do you know how it would work, what the mechanics would be? I actually have no idea how the state elections work here, but I, again, I, Joe's not here, but I, I do not think any of the election stuff is real. I think they just kind of, they make it as real as possible. They make you feel empowered. I don't think it's as controlling. They want to keep some sort of normal, but I think they would put whoever they want in, whether they had an election or not. I think it would be someone who they knew would play ball and make, you know, the things happen that they wanted to happen. Yeah, so it's like political theater, in other words. It is. It's similar to what you guys were talking about with the queen. And I'm not bashing the queen. We literally have no idea how the government works over there. But I think the president is totally a puppet, too. I just don't think that they can do as much as they think they can. And if they could, they would be killed and replaced in whatever way, whether it was natural causes or an assassination, whatever. I, 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 I'm I, making myself sound more conspiratorial than I really am, but I just, in, in all fairness, I just have never seen a president really make any changes like you see in the movies or like you see in shows. It's just kind of all the same or they die. So, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's never really any change. Who do you think it's run by advisors then? Because there's a lot of advisors over on our side of the pond as well, isn't there? So, uh, okay, I'm kind of weird. I think there's a way higher up thing going on beyond humans. I think it's different. I think there's something that we're not seeing, whether it's another realm. I'm not saying it's aliens necessarily, another dimension or higher beings. I think it's something completely different or for an assimilation. Not to try to get super weird after we're just talking about grounded politics, but... I think there's something significantly beyond our control that we would couldn't possibly know right now. I don't think it's just could normal. be, and we'd never know, would we? So there's, you know, it's, it's as plausible as anything else. You don't. We could. I think it would drastically change the way the entire world works if we ever found out. But I think there's something very different controlling all of that. Oh, or trying hope we to. never find out. <laughs> the way, the way I, tend to, I tend to gravitate more towards money and corruption being the sort of the the, the oil that's making the wheels grind i think there's a lot of cronyism i'm sure it's just as bad over there as it is here oh yeah definitely. so that's funny we, we've talked about that too about like the basis of all this evil shit and i don't know about money anymore i used to think anything you can follow the money trail and you'll lead you to the culprit they print so much money now that I don't think the people that are in charge of that actually need more money anymore. They have more money they could spend in their entire life. It's more power, I think. Just the, it's power, the power too, control. but they, they kind of have all the power too. We talked about this. Uh, you know who Charlie Robinson is? I think we talked to him and, uh, and Monica from the prop report about this. They kind of went to an esoteric level. They're like, what's above this? Because money, power, they have all that. What's what's going on above that? And That's what I think. kind of comes down to... Yeah, ba something else, battle of the soul or battle of the human mind, or then you bring in aliens, and this is how we go down rabbit trails. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's saying. I, mean, what, being sorry. I was like, sorry, not what to be drives, weird, What drives that ambition once you've reached the top? There must be something, otherwise, you just stop doing anything, and, right? Uh, there's got to be something that, that I mean, I think it's probably like the preservation of your family, they're like. Here, you can see behind this veil. Now, if you want your family and loved ones to live, you just do all this stuff 
and we'll let you survive. I think there's a lot of that. I think once you get to that top point, they're like looking back at you and it's like, oh shit, sorry, didn't mean to get here, my bad. And it's too late at that point. Well, a lot of people have that that thought about JFK, don't they? And that he yep. tried to unravel the military industrial complex and uh, they put a stop to him quick sharp. Yep. Yeah. Possibly. I don't know a lot about that. We had um We had we had a show on to do an in depth JFK analysis and uh we did an hour of awesome shit <laughs> and then I looked at my thing and I'm like, Oh, I'm not recording. That sucks. <laughs> so we have oh, this no. this whole episode about JFK and all these conspiracies that's <laughs> we'll have him back on but what what happened Great is we content, just ended though. up continuing talking for an hour anyway and we're like okay we'll, we'll come back to jfk at a later date i guess yeah. <laughs> do you guys know a lot about that story because i did, i really don't i know the basic narrative but i don't know all the I stuff he was know. talking about yeah i uh i was in a taxi in dallas last year um and the taxi driver was convinced that she was the love child of jack ruby that was an hour journey just talking and talking and talking oh my god yeah, oh my god you're like dropping me off here on my phone <laughs> yeah yeah no you i to go on put your headphones in I was, I was asking a question trying to push more information out of it yeah she was uh she was crazy <laughs> wow <laughs> you know there's a, a demographic of people that call us crazy <laughs> well that sounds Fashion yeah, Sorry. no, that's that's another level. <laughs> that's where did funny. where did Ben go? By the way, I I was peeing. I have no idea. He just disconnected. Oh, okay, well, he probably had kids. I told him I didn't want kids interrupting this time because that happened last time. So thank you, Ben. Aww. Well, what else is new over there, though? You guys got any other crazy conspiracy hairs up your butts at the moment? Ooh, uh... No. <laughs> you, went on a, you went down a UFO rabbit hole, didn't you, Matt? Yeah, but I mean that just led me to the to American ones, the Tic Tac, the Tic Tac yeah. incident, um, and the other one, the spinning top. But then, yeah, then that sort of went out into um, other things as well. Oh, time slips and stuff. Oh, well, those are fun. And I can't remember the name. What was the name of the guy that I messaged? And he said he was too busy. And he was like the the head of. Uh, <laughs> He was the, the the person who was did the report on. Was it called Neil? This guy is. Uh, he, he was. He worked for MI6, didn't he? Yeah, and he did the report. He basically oh. did a report on all of the classified um, UFO sightings, and one of the major ones is something to do with a forest in the UK. Rendlesham um, or lo- something like that. Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah. So he he did. He's done a report on it. Um, Nick, Nick Pope. Is that's that? his name. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Wow. He, was, he was the min- minister he was of... Uh, well, yeah. He was... Yeah. He's been on, like, some official capacity, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, he was hired by the government, basically, to do a report, official report on UFOs. Um, but he was, yeah, he was too busy for the Amish Inquisition, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's okay. But it doesn't really out in the future, is what he said. Yeah. I, I'm too concerned with all the COVID stuff, really, to uh, to sort of be looking at conspiracy. Other, well, other conspiracy theories at the moment. There's so much going on with this COVID situation that's taking up most of my time. Oh yeah, we after the um, I heard of the odd man out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I follow them on the uh, Instagram. I haven't listened to them yet, but I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, 
Well, we've had him on a couple of times, and I was going to say his podcast is great for conspiracy theories and occult deconstruction and stuff. And awesome. He's, he's a good guy. He'd be good. He'd be good for you. You should uh, message him. Get him on. What oh, well. The odd man out. Oh. Yeah. I have not heard of that. So, yeah, there's yeah. just so much crazy going on. Yeah, I know. I, it's too much to handle. Like, we, I used to be way more into like listening to UFO stories and alien and cryptids, anything like that, anything besides real life, you know, as far as we know. But now the UFO things kind of bum me out because of the government coming out. Uh, did you hear about our new COVID stimulus bill it has a 180 day countdown to disclosure of whatever documents they have, which I don't believe for shit. Anyway, anytime they release uh, so-called confidential reports, it's heavily redacted. You get black bars through everything except for the words the, a, and, you know, no names, no actual information. So I don't really care what the government puts out as far as UFOs because we've been listening to stories about that for years. And I, I consider that semi-evidence, not official evidence, but there's definitely more going on than they're ever going to let us know anyway. Have you guys read Terry Lovelace's new book? You guys said you knew who he was? No. Not read it, no. Um, but he's coming on, isn't he, in... A few weeks time, I can't remember exactly when. So the second, so the second half of his book is like twenty five stories of people who emailed him stories that were similar, like the whole. It's all anecdotal stories, and it's super interesting. And then his first half. Did you guys read his first book? At all? It's insane. You should read it. But the first half of his book kind of summarizes it, but then gives more in depth information, and it's pretty crazy i mean he's super, super interesting that's the sad and scary part is that he's an extremely credible person i wish he was lying about the things he talks about but yeah is he quite well known over there then because we'd never heard of him until like a couple of weeks ago when we when we booked him uh he's he's well known in this uh community i guess <laughs> well we listened to well a known. podcast ah, called right. mysterious universe i don't know if you guys have heard of that one and he they covered his book so we bought his book and read it. And he's a former prosecuting attorney. He was in the United States Air Force. He He's a credible dude. And he waited until the end of his career to write this book because he didn't want to be discredited. And it's an insane encounter. And he, the way he writes is pretty, um, he's not trying to be like pompous or he makes it easy to you know, read and listen to and understand as a normal person. And he talks like that too, for being like an older gentleman. He's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't act like an old dude where you have to like hold things back or anything. Yeah. You guys will have fun with that one. Yeah. It'll get right. your, get your yeah. mind off the COVIDs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of talk in our sort of community <laughs> about over the last, I would say two years, maybe about this concept of soft disclosure. Yeah. These mm-hmm. things are being, spoon fed to his drip fed uh you know over a long period of time uh, yeah you're not buying that uh i think it's kind of happening but i don't really care any any of the stuff that they're you know quote disclosing are are things that we've already heard about for decades we've heard stories all the way back from the 40s and 50s that kind of match up with anything they're going to tell us they're just it's more of like an acknowledgement now. It's not like they're telling us anything new. They're just like, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, that's actually been happening. We know we've been denying it for 50 years, right. but, yeah, it's been happening. But we totally. told you now. I think they're going to be like, no, no, we told you guys. We told you guys. Like when the alien invasion happens and we're all like, oh, my God. I that's, think that's like, that part of the happen, plan, though, is that nobody gives like, a shit no, no, right now. We told now. you guys. We told you. <laughs> like nobody cares about it. They're like, oh, yeah, aliens, okay, whatever. I got to wear my mask. <laughs> I don't think they'll care. <laughs> I mean, 
giving it sort of a layer of, um, I don't know if credibility is the right word, but it, when it's coming from a government source or from the Air Force or whatever, rather than, you know, a, a, another sort of anecdotal source, it does give it sort of a layer of credibility. That's I, I guess that's what the game yeah. with this disclosure argument it's like isn't it? confirmed suspicions like we've been, we've been alleging all this stuff for so long and then they finally come along and acknowledge it it's like that is kind of cool because it's like okay we're not completely crazy that's awesome but well, they're not identifying that it's off planet either they're just saying that it's an unidentified flying object uh, UAPs. they're not really saying that it came from somewhere else they're they don't even call them ufos it's it uaps yeah. Could be yeah, so you don't think stargate's gonna open anytime soon and the, the mothership's gonna come no. <laughs> I don't know if it does. It might be that the Project Bluebeam idea, though, you know, the, the fake. I don't even. We've talked about this a million times, too, but I wouldn't believe anything unless I actually went, got sucked up into their ship or something. Uh-huh. But then, even then, you probably wouldn't remember it from what I've heard. So. Right. You just have a sore ass when you wake up. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. It's just a COVID <laughs> test. You're negative, by the way. <laughs> but you don't that, have COVID. When that story came out about anal swabbing, I thought that was like the onion or something. I thought that was satire. <laughs> I did too Turns until out. I saw more articles. I'm like, oh, they were serious. Holy shit. Yeah, I didn't look into it, but he said that was real. And I was like, that's not real. And he's like, no, it is. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I think, I think it's just. I thought you were joking with all of that. So the, <laughs> Klaus anal swab. So the anal swab. <laughs> Not even China. Oh, no. And then, you know, like everything else, we'll just copy the Chinese like we have done since last March. Yeah, new low for <laughs> COVID. Swab. <laughs> like literally new low. Next yeah. is tyranny. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're coming up on an hour here, guys, so we'll let you go. I know it's uh, later over there. We, uh, we're we at, uh, let's see, 1 o'clock here. Yeah. 1 o'clock. Wow. What you, what you guys got planned? What are you doing in the future? More of the same. More of the same, yeah. Maybe we'll get back to you guys. We just kind of touched on Klaus, Klaus Anal Schwab and the Great Reset. Maybe we can uh, talk some more Great Reset next time. There's plenty to talk about in that. It's terrifying, and that guy should be hung as well, in my opinion. I've just, I've just read a, a brilliant article on Klaus Schwab and his family history uh, from uh, someone who Whitney Webb knows posted in this uh, Telegram group. And So I, I can't remember the name of the guy who wrote it, but I'll put it in the show notes. It's fascinating going back to uh, World War One and his involvement with Swiss engineering and uh, the company his grand his dad worked for building flamethrowers for the Nazis and stuff. Uh, oh yeah, wild. not surprising. Wild. That's insane. <laughs> well, thanks guys. For sure. We'll uh, have you on nice again soon. You. That was fun. Yeah, you too. Yeah, nice to meet you guys too. Yeah. Thanks for uh, shooting the shit with us. I feel like we weren't really stuck on as any particular topic. This is how our show goes. We just bullshit and then go. Thanks for nice, nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Nice to meet you guys. It's been fun. Good to meet you. Yeah, and, nice uh, to meet you. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll be posting it up tomorrow. So um, awesome. Yeah, check check out the episode, everyone who's listening. <laughs> for sure. All right, guys, have a good night. All right, bye guys. Have a good Thank one. you.